Back to Old School with DP and J on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back, everybody. Old School with Jay Foreman and myself right here on 93.7 The Ticket, ticketfm.com. Join us in the conversations. Like I said, 402-464-5685. We want to hear your comments. We just talked about the defensive side of the ball, who are going to be the leaders, and and just kind of an overall outlook on the defense and, and what's going on there with the new new people on the defensive line, a bunch of new people going into the secondary and the, you know, the linebacking corp kind of staying the same, although – you're coming back from a three and three and nine record. You should probably have more people um, up for for more jobs. Doesn't matter where you're at. Um, unnamed texter said, "Come on, Jay, Ben, don't break." What's your thoughts on a Ben don't break? The Ben don't break defenses. Uh, just I, I just we never may give I, up I, a I, bunch of yards. Yeah. But we're not I mean, I guess that's the. I mean, look, the most important thing is that you know you don't let them in the end zone and holding them field goals. So, in theory, yeah, that could work. But you know, I've never been a part of a defense like like where we went in and say okay let's just do this now some games you know you're, you're like if you play against ohio state you can't be sitting there thinking like we're gonna hold them to seven points yeah we're not gonna give up some yards they got great players but then you got to make the plays that you need to make to keep them out the end zone so um i don't believe in that should be your philosophy but i understand it what you're thinking i think our talent and i like our defense i always keep saying that i like our defensive coaching staff as a whole um that they'll just they'll be fine. Mm. Um, I think they're smart enough and have enough experience to where if they need to adjust on the fly, they're willing to do that. They have experience enough doing so. Um, I think they all kind of motivate and develop their players to get to the point to where they're going to be productive. So even if they're, you know, you lose like a Jojo Doman and other guys, they'll have other guys ready to play. Mm. And, um, and because they all coached them all, you know, throughout the year. So, um, and so I think they'll be ready to go as far as offense, as far as leaders. Obviously, it's you know going to be the quarterback, which I assume is going to be Casey Thompson. Um, How easy is that going to be for him to to you know transfer in and step into a leadership role right away? And I understand he's a quarterback, so for the most part, as a quarterback, you're kind of know you you kind of come in knowing like you're going to have to be yeah. a leader. But at the same time, on this offense, I mean, you got to kind of you got to you got to kind of like go step by step and earn it. Um, but you also can't be so passive that you're not willing to step out in, in front of people because if you're if you want to lead, they, the quarterback knows that though he's only as good as offensive line and running backs and receivers play. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he's got he needs them as much as as they need um as they need him. So. Um. Yeah, you can step in and do it. You just got to work hard, be around, be accountable, um, and then be productive. Um, and then you know all the things that go into it, how he commands the huddle, um, how he's you know able to motivate players and make plays that he's supposed to do, energy that he has to play with. He can he has to always be, you know, steadfast and 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 calm. But he has to have the energy that where he knows that you know it's not him that needs to pick it up. Everybody else needs to get up mm-hmm. to his level. So um, I'm assuming it's going to be Casey. And then um, I think the most interesting thing is going to who's going to step up up front, you know, and yeah. as far as offensive line and the leadership standpoint. It's a big hang up. With and it's not offense. who talks. It's just the guy that sets the tempo in that room, mm-hmm. the leader of that room, um, the guy who, who stirs the pot and who can kind of lead him through some 
muddy waters, as I like to say. So, um, like you would think it would be the center, but it doesn't have to be the center. Uh, it doesn't have to be. You'd like it to be your center, but you know, I think it's was it Hickson? I think right. I think that's who they're they're targeting. Or you know, whoever ends up taking that position is a guy that's going to have to do all that, and plus, then he's going to play well. Center is a selfless position because you're doing everybody, you're helping everybody else do their job, and then you got to do a hard job, which is snap the ball and then not get exposed when you're essentially playing one-handed because you got to make sure the quarterback gets the ball before any play starts. So, yep. um, so you're kind of always, I wouldn't say you're, you're, you're taking a lot of punches, but you got to be very, very good at your job um, and, and thinking about everybody first. So that's going to be the biggest leadership role on this team. Who steps up and who's the leader of, the, of that offensive line room? Not just talking, not just yelling, Who who's the most consistent, accountable player that's either been through the process, going through the process, or is willing to go through it with somebody else to keep everybody moving in the same direction. So, um, and that's got to be a lot of want to, you know, you gotta, you gotta look at it as a competition, not only to win your position, but to be that guy as well. Mm -hmm. You can't be a center and be a beta. Did you know that yearly Medicaid renewals will start again soon? This means millions of people who were enrolled in Medicaid during the pandemic may no longer be eligible for coverage. If this may impact you, the good news is you have options. Anthem Blue Cross and Blue Shield can help answer your questions so you can find an affordable health plan for you and your family. We want you to feel confident you're covered. Click to learn more. Policy exclusions and limitations apply. Anthem Blue Cross and Blue Shield is the trade name of Blue Cross Blue Shield Healthcare Plan of Georgia, Inc. No, that's one. Of, that's one of my hangups with the with the offense, the offensive line, and just the offense in general. Is you've got a bunch of new people who are learning, uh, not a completely new offense, but a new offense because you got a new offensive coordinator. You've got a bunch of new coaches coming in. So my hangup with the offense is not only who's going to step up and be that leader because they got a bunch of new transfers in, but how quickly is this offense as a unit going to mesh? Going to know the playbook, know all the calls. And, and yeah, I be think ready that, for the I start that, of the season. I think they'll be better than what people think. I think that transition will be better. When Coach Rayola says he wants to develop ten guys, I like that because mm -hmm. I think maybe the focus before was just on four or the five guys. Yeah. So what that's going to do is bring in ten guys together that are going to one learn it together, but then able to I wouldn't say coach, but kind of like so say like. I, I'm the starting right guard, mm -hmm. and you're the number two. But he's trying to get us all together. So, it, like, when, I, when I'm coming off the field or if I'm watching you or we're walking in between drills or we're, you know, say we're on downtime or whatever in practice or mm -hmm. just in meetings, me and you are conversating. Something versus, that you saw. Right. Hey, did you get this, 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 and this? We're playing the same position. We're getting coached the same. He's holding you to the same standard as me, vice versa. Maybe we're splitting reps 50-50. So we're in this, we're in this process together. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? That's where you can develop some, you know, real uh, the intricacies of leadership and culture by having uh, a coach that wants to develop 10 guys because he knows that, you know, very rarely do you have five linemen able to last all season. Guys got to step in. Or if they're struggling a little bit, you know, you got to have the confidence that, you know, Rico can come in. It doesn't mean I lose my position. I just need to kind of take a series or something off mm -hmm. to get get my bearings together and go go from there. So it's it's one of those things that um, I think that they'll play. I think when you hear them talk a little bit, the way they talk, they, they're they more confident because they know what they're doing is real simple or it seems to be. Yeah. 
And so what that's going to do, that's going to trickle down. So there's not going to be such, you know, seems like they were almost trying to solve the world's hardest riddle, just running basic <laughs> plays. Felt like they were just kind of thinking while they were going versus just going. Just, going, and, just and, knowing what it, they're going to and do. And it's second nature. And it just makes it like it's just, you know, second you know second nature. It's just part of how you do it. So yeah. I think when you hear guys that say that they move as one, they do stuff together, that's building that off-the-field type of camaraderie that will help your offensive line be – consistent i think if they can take just uh approach especially at the beginning of the season we're going to be a positive we're going to do what we're going to do we're you know like when you I heard one of them you know in one some interview talking about we're not going to try to you know have any point of attack uh you know first first level of penetration um we're trying to be penalty free mm-hmm. or you know x y and z you do that then that running game of like ramir or whoever where you know kind of like some of his best runs were like four yards well, then some of his best runs are going to be like a seven, eight yard. Yeah, you're going to really see some guys be able to do some stuff. So, one is because if they're not giving up any penetration or missed assignments at the point of attack, that means you're actually you're you got body on body. So well, then all that pressure goes to the runner. It's your job to make people miss. That means at the a guard is on a linebacker, you know, centers on a defensive tackle, tackles on a. And you know what I mean? Yeah, you're going to have so one guy that you, you're going to have to make right. miss, and everybody else should be taken care of. Right, and then you better hit the right hole. Yeah. I don't need to see you running in the back of a <laughs> you know a, a tackle. So if you We're going to open up holes for you. You just got to find them. Right, and then so if you take that mentality and develop 10 guys, so whether it's Turner or Teddy, um, aren't rushed back, you know, both come from injuries, mm-hmm. um, and you got guys that can step in, you know, as they kind of get back in, you know, get their football legs together, then you, then there you go. And it's the depth that you're you're building along with competition. And then you got Williams and then you got the Oklahoma State transfer in, both experienced at different levels. Hunter Anthony, I believe. Hunter Anthony, yeah. um, who you should, I assume, see a big jump from him both physically and mentally mm-hmm. just because, you know, you've been in the weight program once, you go through spring, so you kind of get a good taste of the playbook. You got the off season along if they're doing anything right now as far as learning the playbook, yep. should feel a lot more confident both physically and mentally, both Williams and Hunter Anthony going into to fall camp. Those guys with some starting experience on the offensive line. It's going to be interesting. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. Up next, does anybody remember the number one recruit in the 2023 class? Reclassified to 2022 was the number three recruit. Imani Bates went to Memphis, had a decent season, ended up transferring, where he ended up, Kind of a question. Yeah. Up next on Old School. Watch Old School live on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch. Old School with DP and J on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.